Hi, babies. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Mirror Talk with Malia. I'm so excited to speak to you guys today, and I'm so just appreciative of every single one of you, and I hope you guys are all feeling beautiful. I hope you're having a good day or a good night. You all deserve it. I love you. Um, So today we're going to talk about something really personal um, and just really close to my heart. If you guys came from TikTok, you know that I speak on this topic all the time, and that is toxic relationships, how to recognize them, how to heal from them, how to deal with that situation. I think that everyone goes through at least one relationship that is not healthy, that leads to doubt and confusion and anxiety and just is a mess. (laughs) We've all been there. Um, So I think it's really important to be open and honest with my experiences to you guys and just be able to answer your questions and just let you guys know that you have a shoulder to lean on um, and that you're not alone. You're not alone in this. So I guess I'll start off by talking about my situation. I was in a toxic relationship on and off for way too long, I'd like to admit. It was about six, six, six and a half years. <laughs> um, yeah, it was literally about six and a half years. And I just couldn't leave because I, I was so determined to prove my worth to somebody that was determined to prove to me that I wasn't anything. I mean, I it was so verbally abusive. The things that were said to me, it took a very long time to heal myself from that. Um, but I think that situations like this happen mainly because a lot of people are lacking self-love. And I think it's extremely important to talk about this because especially when you're so young, you don't know anything yet. Like I was 14 when I met him. So I had no understanding of the fact that I could tell myself I was beautiful and I didn't need a man to tell me that, you know, so that was kind of how I view how I got into it. Um, Also, after I think it's very important that I right after I got out of the relationship like that, I would picture it as like, oh my God, they took so much from me and and they crushed me and I'm broken and I'm small now. But I realized growing up and just later in my life that they didn't take anything from me. I'm a survivor of a really toxic situation and I came out of it stronger than ever. I came out of it with so, many, so much experience on this topic that not only was I able to help myself, but I'm able to help other people too. I'm able to talk to people. I'm able to recognize patterns and traits that toxic people might have and even toxic traits that I was carrying in myself. So I think it's just really important to always reframe how you're viewing a situation because those thoughts might be making it harder for yourself to heal. So yeah, those are just a couple of things I wanted to say right off the bat. Also, another thing in toxic relationships, whether, and this could also be friends family and romantic partners. So it just, it's just, it could be any sort of relationship that you have. Um, you always tend to feel like you're crazy or your emotions are invalid. I was always told whenever I would communicate my emotions to, um, my ex that I was insane. I was crazy. I was dramatic and that wasn't the case. So I think another big just thing I want to state like right up in the front is that your feelings and emotions are valid and don't ever let someone ever try to take that from you. Not everyone has to understand or agree, but that's how you feel. You feel the way you feel. Um, so I did end up asking you guys to ask me questions on this topic because there's so many different aspects and uh, like under this subject that we could speak on. So I asked you guys some questions and I'm going to answer those now. So one person asked, what do you do if the person has a mental illness and is not, and it's not 100% their fault? So I think, I think this is 
this, I, I mean, I've had to deal with this with some family members and things like that. So it's not as tricky as you might think that it is because at the end of the day, even if someone has a mental illness, there's a right and wrong way to handle it. Um, so if someone has a mental illness and they still at the end of the day are draining you and it's become toxic, you have to distance. You have to step back. At the end of the day, it's so easy to try to minimize your own emotions to help other people, especially if you're a people pleaser, it's so easy to be like, okay, well, you know, they need my help, so I need to do this. But at the end of the day, you have to take care of yourself. As selfish as that might sound, you have to make sure that you're okay before you can even help anybody else. So I definitely think no matter what the situation is, you have to distance. Um, Someone said, how do you stop thinking about them? I think stopping your brain from thinking about someone like that is to understand that you like you also ask yourself ask yourself why what what did they do that was so enticing like why do i love them so much because a lot of people get love and lust very confused i will say that again a lot of people get love and lust very confused if someone has treated you in a negative bad way what could you possibly miss them for you know, it, out of out of all the hundreds and hundreds of bad memories that you built, there was like one or two good ones where you felt special when they gave you their uninvited attention without you having to cry and beg for it is kind of how I view it. Like you really have to stop falling for potential. You have to stop falling for potential. I always saw my ex as like this man that could become so much, um, but he didn't want to do that. Um for himself, or maybe he just didn't want to do that for me. Maybe he'll find someone one day that he's willing to change for, but he didn't want to change for me. So like I needed to stop falling for potential. And my friend always says, treat people like they're temporary until proven otherwise. And that is honestly the, like how you have to kind of go about it. So stop to stop thinking about them. You just have to realize what are you actually missing? Like you really have to dig deep into yourself and reflect on, on what you've gone through and like process that and understand like if you are missing someone that has treated you terribly you really have to understand that you have not given yourself a love that you deserve because once you love yourself to a certain point and that self-love is high up you you won't be thinking about people like this like I haven't thought about my ex in a very long time after everything that had was happened like had happened to me there was absolutely no way I would ever 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 in a million trillion years accept that treatment ever again ever again I really started thinking about how I am a blessing if I'm in your life you're very 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 damn lucky so just start thinking about that stop stop imagining all the beautiful moments that you guys shared together because in reality you're gonna have far more intimate moments with someone else that actually cares deep enough about you to make sure that they're giving you the love that you deserve and need Another question that was asked was how to deal with toxic parents and the treats they might have. So my family through the past, my whole life has been very, mm, I love you, grandpa. love you, grandma. love you, mom, if you're listening to this, but y'all are insane and crazy. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I mean, dealing with toxic traits, I think everyone kind of has them at least once or twice. You all have to grow and mature and like learn your faults and admit your faults. It's 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 just part of life. But I think when it's dealing with family, it's really difficult because you can you can't just leave because they're your life. They're going to be there forever. 
So one thing that I learned um, a couple, like about a year ago, was that you don't have to react. You have the choice to be proactive or reactive. So you have the choice to have a situation happen to you. And instead of just reacting immediately to the environment or the situation, you can choose whether or not that would benefit you in the end. So a lot of the times, especially when I was like in high school with my mom, we would get into a fight and I would react immediately and it would be yelling, screaming, like arguing for hours and I couldn't stop myself. But when I started growing up, I started realizing like, hey, you don't have to react to that situation. Maybe just bite your tongue or maybe just walk away. And that really changed the environment in my household and in my mind too. I realized like, if I react to this, is this going to help me or hurt me? And most of the times it was always just hurting me further. Like, unless it was something that I seriously need to talk about, I would, I would, I would sit down with myself and I would think about how I could relate to this, to the person, um, in a way that wouldn't be rude or petty um because i was i'm the master <laughs> at being petty so yeah there's 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 a few ways to deal with toxic family members one is always just making sure that you're not reacting immediately that is like the the and that's just for every relationship ever in life like don't react immediately um okay let's keep going we have another one, how to deal with gaslighting. So first I will define gaslighting for you guys. So gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or group shows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment, often invoking them in cognitive dissonance in other changes, including low self-esteem. I also think it would be really good to um, list out some of the warning signs. Warnings, um, they tell blatant lies. And like, you know that they're telling you a lie, but they can tell it with a straight face. Um, two, they deny they ever said anything, even though you had proof. Like I used to get that all the time. I would be like, you literally were at her house. I can see it right here. And he would be like, no. Um, three, they use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. Yes. I mean, I've had family members do this to me. I've had friends do this to me. Like they'll take what they know as a sensitive subject and they will push it, um, onto you harder. Um, four, they will wear you down at over time. So like when you argue with a person like this, they're so smart with it. I don't even know if it would be called smart with it, but they're just so manipulative that like eventually you just get so tired and you just slowly start giving up. And like some, sometimes you even won't even talk about how you actually feel because you know it's not worth it because you know it's not going to get you anywhere because they're never actually going to hear you out or listen to anything you have to say. Um, five, their actions do not match their words. That's another thing I talked about earlier you fall for potential and a friend and, and, and a family member too, sometimes, especially like with relationships with your parents, like you, you have this picture of them in your head and, and even though they've disappointed you so many times, you really always think that they're going to fit this picture, but it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, I've had this with my father a lot. Another one is that they throw positive reinforcement to confuse you. So after they will say things like, oh, you're really bad at this or wow, I wish you could do this better or things like that. They'll all of a sudden be like, wow, look at that. You're so good. So they confuse you. And then you think to yourself, oh, well, maybe I'm not that bad. But the only reason you thought you were bad in the first place or not doing something correct in the first place because was because they were beating you down um another one is they know confusion weakens people eight they project this is such a big one i i was in relationship with someone so long they would just constantly project their own emotions on me and if you guys have ever dealt with like a cheater 
(laughs) They will constantly not trust you and what you're doing or where you are. And that's because they know deep down that they are the ones that shouldn't be trusted. They're the ones that are going out, being sneaky, and they know that you can easily lie to people because they're doing it already. Um, nine, they tried to align people against you. Um, it says the gaslighters are the masters. I'm manipulating and finding the people that they know will stand by them no matter what. And 10, they tell you or others that you're crazy. Yes. My, I mean, I I know so many guys have gone through this too. Exes that just literally look you in the face and go, you're crazy. And I would have like other people walking up to me and being like, oh my God, well, he said you were crazy. And I'm just like, okay, cute. Um, let's see what are major red flags indicate a potentially toxic relationship. So we just kind of went over all of those really gaslighting, lying, um, them projecting, them not trusting you, them, you know, beating you down, like verbally, like notice how you feel. Like another big thing, actually, like really listen to this, notice how you feel. Cause sometimes when I would hang out with certain people that were toxic and just because someone is toxic with you, it doesn't necessarily mean they're a horrible person, but some people just haven't worked through what they need to work through. Or some people can just be toxic to you and not toxic to other people. So that's also really important to take into consideration when picking and choosing who you give your energy to. And what I realized is when I would hang out with certain people, I would feel exhausted. Like I would feel drained and I've worked my butt off to to fill myself with the love that I deserve and to fill myself with the energy that I need and also to find people that are on the same energy waves as me that will not drain me, that will only motivate me and lift me up as I do for them. So that was a really big um, growing point for me and I think that that's also a big part of of getting over a toxic relationship and growing from a toxic relationship. Someone asked how to deal with gaslighting. To deal with gaslighting is to not deal with it. Like if you see that someone's gaslighting you, I guess if it's a family member, it goes back to just distancing and, you know, not reacting and focusing on yourself and making sure that if you say something, will that help you in the end or hurt you? Um, let's see. Codependency. So this is a big one. Someone asked about codependency. So for me, whenever I would get into relationships like when I was younger, I would completely immerse myself into a person and this idea of what we could be that I would completely forget about myself, taking care of just myself as an individual person. I would also forget about my family. I would forget about my friends. And then guess what? When that relationship didn't work out, I would be completely lost. I would literally just not know who I was, what I was supposed to do, what love was even like if I didn't have somebody else to give it to me. So I think that at the beginning of any relationship, you need to create boundaries where you say like, listen, I'm not going to be on my phone 24-7. I'm not going to FaceTime you 24-7. I have work. I have family. I have friends. I have jobs. Make sure that you don't lose contact with those bonds and those relationships outside of that person. And then say you're already in um, a relationship with someone and you guys are very codependent. I would have an honest sit-down conversation that says, Hey, like, I think that we might be losing ourselves a little bit into this relationship. And I care about you enough and me enough to say like, Hey, like maybe we should just stay off our phones so much. Maybe we should just, you know, make sure we're going and hanging out with friends more this week, you know, be, be completely open and honest. And that's the key to any relationship is just communication. Someone else asked how to know when it's too much. Um, so I truly believe that you will know when it's too much. I know, in life, you might have friends or family members that are in toxic relationships. I was definitely that friend and and family member for a very long time. So you might have people that are in toxic relationships. And I always said when my friends were going through things, 
you can sit there and tell them to leave a situation over and over and over again, but they're not going to leave until they're really ready. They're not going to leave until they hit their breaking point. So you will definitely know when it's time to go because your body and your mind and your soul will physically just be completely drained. And it sounds horrible and it sounds scary, but that's just the process because a lot of times when you're in a toxic relationship, at least when I was in mine, I had to give it every single thing I had so that when I finally was done and I was finally able to move on, I knew that I did everything that I could and, and, and eventually had to realize that it's not me and it's not you either. It's just, that's not right for you. I always think about it in this way that people are either lessons or blessings, baby. They're either lessons or blessings. And sometimes you have to pack your bags and you have to move on. Somebody asked, why do we stay in them? LOL. I love this question so much because I think this is just hilarious because it's like so easy to be like, why am I doing this? Why did that happen to me? How did I let that happen to me? But I honestly think these situations happen to help you grow, but they also happen if you don't have um, self-worth yet. If you don't know what you deserve, if you don't have love for yourself already, you kind of just take anything and you don't really understand in your head like, hey, like, I can give myself 10 times as much love as they're giving me now. So why am I doing this? So I think it's just a process. I think it it is. It's funny when you look at it in that way, but it's definitely just the way of life. Honestly, how to be okay with them not caring about you. So this is such a big thing that I think everyone does when they're in a toxic relationship, whether it's a friend or not. The question that we always think, well, there's two. It's like, why one is why am I not good enough? Like, what did I do to not make them choose me or love me? Like, I even had a friend that that eventually, like after years of me being there for her, she eventually just stopped talking to me and like became best friends with my like high school bully at the time. And I remember thinking, like, why? Like, what did I do? Like, am I not cool enough? Like, am I like? why like why am I not good enough to be your best friend and I would always sit there and I and even that question itself that that view and that perspective of it is the problem so instead of thinking like why am I not good enough think about the fact that okay this has nothing to do with me it's just the wrong person like it has nothing to do with you baby I and when I was in my toxic relationship for such a long time I always, when he would constantly cheat on me and move on and like be with other girls, then he would always come back. But when he would leave, I would always think to myself like, why, why not me? Like, what did I do wrong? And baby, you did nothing wrong. Sometimes you just aren't supposed to be with someone. And honestly, I know a lot of you guys out there have had like one person that might've been toxic for a very long time. They're going to keep coming back and you're going to keep going through the same dang thing over and over and over again until you realize that you deserve better. And until you demand that from yourself and stop begging for that to come from them, that is when you're going to boss up. And that's when you're going to become a queen. And that's when you're going to shine. Okay, baby, like that's when you're going to shine. But until you you get that through your head, I mean, that, that question is how to, how to get over them not caring about you. Like, baby, that's their loss. That's their loss. And yeah, it hurts. It burns. But you're going to be okay. And that situation that you're going through is only going to make you stronger, baby. It's their loss. Pack your bags. Become a boss. Boss up, baby. You can do it. And you're not alone, Queenie. And I think the second type of question that we ask is... We, when we, we, we question 
how they can treat us like that. I would always sit there and like, one, I would be like, what's wrong with me? And then two, I'd be like, why are they doing this? Like, why, what is, how can they even act like that? I would always try to understand like their perspective and be like, why, what did they see? Like, why is this happening? Like, how can someone act like that? But I I realized, my mom told me this a while ago, I realized not everyone is going to think like you. Not everyone is authentic like you. Not everyone is genuine like you. And you're not, believe it or not, supposed to understand certain people because you're not on that level or you're very different people. You don't have to understand it. And it's so hard to finally grasp that. It took me such a long time because I would always sit there and I would try to figure it out and, and make it work and 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 understand and, and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it until we could find the solution. But sometimes, baby... There's not supposed to be a solution. Sometimes there isn't an answer. Sometimes the only answer is to pack your bags, focus on you, and move on. So this next question is definitely one of my favorite questions. They said, how to recognize if you're the toxic one in the relationship. So I have so many different things I would love to say about this, but I'm going to kind of try to keep it to a minimum. So I want to talk about my own experience with this. I was have definitely been the toxic person in a relationship before. And I think that after I was in such a toxic relationship, I carried that with me to my next relationship. And I was just full of trust issues. I was full of doubt. I was full. Like, I was so self-conscious because I had been cheated on so many times. And I'd been lied to so many times. Like I was just always filled with anxiety and I wasn't comfortable because one, I haven't, I hadn't taken um, time for myself really because I was so dependent on other people to give me some self-worth and a sense of self just alone um that I never had any alone time I would jump and hop relationship hop I guess so in this relationship I was extremely toxic just worrying all the time arguing fighting picking fights too because sometimes things would be going so well and I wasn't used to it that I'd be like you know what you know and I would just go off and I would I was just extremely toxic in a relationship um And again, I still believe everything happens for a reason. I definitely don't think, you know, we didn't work out because just me, I think that there was so many other (laughs) aspects and we weren't the right people for each other. But I think that you really have to reflect on yourself. And that was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And it was when I sat down and I realized like, wow, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I can no longer point the finger at anybody else. I have to point the finger at me because it's me. This this right now is me. Like, I'm insecure. I don't have any self-love. I am the problem right now. And this won't be all the time, but it was really me coming to terms with, wow, I'm not right. Like, I'm not right. Like, this is not okay. Like, what I'm doing isn't okay. And I saw that. I sat down myself and I wouldn't call it like a flaw, but it was definitely like a big moment in my in my mind where I was like, wow, I'm not perfect. <laughs> Let's work on things. Um, so I definitely think that's a really important part of growing. I think that's the only way to truly become an adult is when you're able to admit your faults and and not be so ashamed of that. Because because admitting your faults is something to be so proud of. Being able to say like, wow, I actually really need to work on either listening to people or under trying to understand people more. You know, like all of that, it, all of it. It's it's beautiful. It's amazing. It is such an important like 
foundation of building your life and building who you are as a person. It's beautiful. I love it. But I think that that helps you realize whether you're the toxic person in a relationship or whether you're carrying toxic traits. So I would definitely just say, sit down, write it all out, baby journal, take some time for yourself, be single, like really think about, you know, what you're doing and, and how people react to you, things like that. What to do if a guy is pulling away from you, but says he's emotionally connected to you. So things like this and, and even like the ghosting, how to deal with being ghosted babies. Listen, listen up, listen up, listen up. All right. We are queens. We are kings. If someone is telling you one thing and then physically doing another, if someone is ghosting you, these are all things to be very grateful for because they're showing you that you need to take your energy elsewhere. Stop ignoring the red flags, baby boo. I'm, I've definitely done that. I'm probably the queen of doing that, ignoring all the red flags, turning them yellow, turning them, turning them green (laughs) even, but you gotta, you gotta set that boundary for yourself. You need to realize and spend time with yourself and make sure that you know that you deserve better than that. You deserve someone that will text you immediately. You deserve someone that's going to call you immediately. You deserve someone that that is going to love you the way that you need to be loved. So just because you have not found them yet does not mean you need to settle, babies. Stop settling. We are not we are not doing that anymore. We are no longer settling for things that we don't deserve just because we're lonely <clears throat> or bored. We are going to find what we deserve. Or actually, matter of fact, we, we're not even gonna find it, baby. It's gonna come to you when the time is right. Trust in yourself, trust in love, trust in the universe, count your blessings, be grateful for everything, and jump into the journey of loving yourself and finding yourself and treating yourself the way that you would want somebody else to treat you. baby. Somebody else asked if there's a way to keep them in your life and not have to cut them out even though you're not going to be with them. So I truly believe no, there's not. I feel like really pretty much any way that ever happens is always going to be messy. I don't think it'll ever end out right. If someone's toxic in your life, just, 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 just let that go. I mean, I think I read this thing one time, or I think it was a video that was trending on TikTok, and it was of this girl talking about how she she realized that she was looking at love and we like we look at love wrong. She said that love is like magic, and and sometimes you just have to be in that moment with that magic and that passion. But sometimes the love and the magic fades, and she said instead of trying to hold on to it. And that normally ends up in people hating each other. Sometimes you just have to let it go and move on, but appreciate that magic when it was there and and love the fact that it was there, but you keep moving on because there's going to be more magic and more love. And I just thought that was a really beautiful way to look at things because I think that we as humans, we hold on. We like grasp like with every single inch of our being to fight for stuff when the, the love might just not be there at that moment or that magic might be gone or a situation might have happened. And that's not saying to not fight for certain situations, but you really got to really got to choose what you fight for wisely because sometimes some of the situations that you might be going through are just downright disrespectful and are downright just absolutely ridiculous. So just make sure you're keeping that in mind. But I think that most of the time, it's just better to say goodbye to a toxic person, spread your wings and fly, and move on, baby. Another question was, what are the things that you should look out for in the beginning of the relationship that might show you that it might be toxic later? I think the top two are just kind of flaky people. If they're flaking on your plans or not answering your texts quick enough, I think that's a big sign. I also think that if you have 
emotions that you want to share to them and you try to share to them and then they immediately get defensive afterwards like making sure that you're being aware of how they respond to you and also just being aware of how you genuinely feel when you're talking to this person or after you're around this person if you feel a little drained i don't think it's smart to pursue anything further with those people even if you're bored or lonely or whatever the case may be i think we often get very confused so i definitely would watch out for those three things the answer to all of these questions in my perspective is just self-love. It's putting yourself first. It's being there for yourself. It's loving and caring for yourself more than you care for someone that can hurt you. And it's loving and caring for yourself so much that you don't even allow people the opportunity to hurt you. You don't allow negative people in your life. You don't allow toxic people in your life. You're protecting yourself and you're protecting your energy. So I think that it's all just about being alone and finding yourself and figuring yourself out and understanding yourself and actually really asking yourself what you want in a person, what you want in your friends, what type of people you want around you, and then going from there. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Mirror Talk with Malia. I love you guys so much and I will see you guys next Wednesday. And don't forget to tune in to my YouTube video that will be out Friday at four. I love you. Mwah.